T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you. Off and rolling on this uh, now Thursday morning. Well, we got an awful lot to discuss, and obviously most of it will center around the press conference from yesterday. John was just talking a ton about it. Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, the presser. Look, a lot to react to there. Also, Vic Fangio, not yet official, the Eagles defensive coordinator, but a lot of people think it will be so, perhaps as soon as by the end of the week. Carter Hart will continue to track that storyline. Not a good storyline. Sixers and Flyers both back in action tonight. A lot to do in all of it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Hi, Joe. Hello there, bud. The world's oldest dog lived to 29 and a half years old. Wow. Australian cattle dog named Bluey. Bluey! 29 and a half. That's the show, Bluey. It's named after that dog. How about that? Is it really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard of the show. and Yeah, the show, show's Australian. Okay. So, and you know go. for sure that's why they named. The I I show? had heard it was named after a dog. I didn't realize it was yeah, that dog. That dog. So it must be. I'm assuming it's that dog. What are the odds? Twenty nine and a yeah, half. That's that's good work. They say multiply it by seven ish, and that's how many years it would be as a human. Okay. By the way, over under twenty nine and a half years, Howie Roseman will be the GM of the Eagles. He's got about another uh, I don't know sixteen, seventeen to go. So it'd be like 65, 70 range. <laughs> he, he might do it. Sure. Not a good all shot. right, uh, we got a lot to do, and again, all of it with you on the phone lines. Your reaction to yesterday and the press conference two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Today's show is sponsored by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. You're in the zone. New users get up to one thousand dollars casino bonus back if you're down in the first twenty four hours. Bet Parks. You must be twenty one and in PA, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLE. All right, so let, let's get into it here. We're going to play a lot of audio as we move through the show. There obviously were some pivotal moments from the press conference yesterday, including, you know, why Howie and Jeff Lurie wanted to retain Sirianni, Howie pumping up the uh, stretch of 26-5 and five before the downturn and what that means. You know, Sirianni admitting that the new offense coordinator is going to be a play caller. Um, Sirianni admitting that the offense this year that just passed uh, wasn't good enough, to which I say, well, why didn't you – Freaking change it a month ago. Like what? What the hell, man? But anyway, we'll get to all that. Um, but, but let's also hear you know your reaction on the press conference: the good, the bad, the ugly, the whatevers, where whatever you got it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. You know, John, my main reaction, my main reaction to the press conference is I, well, t- I'm going to say two things. First, I actually, I, I thought those two guys looked like two si- sad sacks of potatoes. I mean, they they were. It was like. There was no life there. It was it was like both of them had been zapped. You could see that there was a toll taken. Horrible toll. I yes. mean, the visual 
was really apparent, and it also came through in the in the audio form, but the visual especially. Yeah. To me, it was like two guys beaten down, really. I had I really had, beaten down. I had a sense of sympathy from the start. I the did moment too. that I saw. Howie. I, I agree with you. Well, for me on both of them. And, both and of them. I, well, I had seen Nick more recently. Yeah. And so I, I'd grown accustomed to the the dark circle. That's and right. Just the, the haggard look. You which know, the which season, a lot of coaches the took it out of them. Even when coaches are doing sure. good sometimes, you're yeah. tired because you're just working and working. And for 18, 19 hours straight for six straight yeah. months, you get tired. Right. But it's like neither one of them had any vibrancy to them. It was it was amazing. So that to me was, believe it or not, just takeaway number one. But 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 beyond that, the main thing that really hit me is that I thought it's very apparent Laurie and Howie have essentially emascul- emasculated Nick Sirianni as the head coach of the team. I mean, it was so clearly discussed that the new coordinator is going to come in and call plays. And that tells me in spades, Laurie and Howie looked at Sirianni in a private room and told him, thou shall not call plays anymore, which tells me that Lurie and Howie simply do not believe in Nick Sirianni as a play designer or as a play caller anymore. And they, they probably hired him three years ago in all likelihood. They, they probably hired him three years ago thinking that they were getting a young, cutting-edge offensive that mind. That was the plan. And that they, was the hope. They must be so disappointed. And so now, you know, Sirianni assumes this, it, it almost feels like a figurehead sort of role, like a CEO-type role. Now, let me be clear. Can it work? Sure. It, it can work. That, that's not an, a, a completely outrageous model in pro football, but it's such a deviation, I believe, from what the initial intent was. And, you know— in, I think that's a great point, Joe. It is such a deviation from the initial intent. The yeah. initial intent was— Obviously, Andy Reid, you know the the, right. the the up and comer, the guy who would be the builder of sure. of, of staff after staff. And it makes staff. me it makes me question: What do they view him as the master of? Is it as simple? I mean, because he, here's to me: I think the only two categories left. Is it as simple as culture guy? Complicity with the front well, office. Well, that too. I'm the not saying that. The master of yeah. complicity well, with the front office. Right. 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 Really? No, I, I. That's the answer. No, I, it, it may be, but I mean, they got it. You don't choose to keep someone just because of that. Because at the end of the day, Jeff Lurie and Howie Roseman don't stand on the sideline. And certainly if you reach a Super Bowl, they don't coach in it. Like, someone's got to manage that. To me, it strikes me as the two things I guess that are left are a believer in him as culture guy and believer in him as game management guy. And I do think he's excellent game manager guy. Culture guy obviously took a hit with how the season ended. I mean, I even wonder who does the – and I mean this. And I'm, I'm asking this rhetorically, but I'm going to then answer it. Who does the new offensive coordinator report to? Well, this is he reports directly to the to the general manager. Yeah. He's going he's to report directly to the general manager. So, John, my 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 takeaway is the emasculation of Sirianni, and I, I just I, and also it's it yeah just, they're missing a lot. They're, go ahead, Joe. They're missing a lot of these facts. They've got a blind spot. The emasculation of Nick Sirianni should be a major point of contention like you do not want to emasculate your head coach the reason dan campbell's such a great i mean swami in detroit is he's been the opposite of emasculated look this organization remained healthier because doug peterson didn't stoop in that meeting with jeffrey now we have a stupor
And it brings the question, what wouldn't Nick do to, you know, hang on to that job? I, I think we're at the end of the thread here. Like, there's not much left that he can do to hang on. It's almost where, you know, the job will be taken from him. But the thing that struck me so hard yesterday, Nick is asked how his job has changed this year, yep. you know? This year meaning for next season. Right, yeah, but yeah. with the like new right plan. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you just you, – you started this press conference with, with you know, an, an apology for taking so long. You know, hey, it's been like nine days. We were in the dark. Uh, you'd think you would have had a chance to sort of like gather your thoughts on what you're going to be doing differently and what the approach is going to be. And he tells us he might drop in on some defensive meetings. Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. That's it. That was bad. That's the answer. That'll fix it. That'll fix everything. So now he's not only clueless, he's spineless because of the stooping. Well, I won't say spine. And no, I don't think spineless. He's going to be friendless spine, if, if he fair. keeps cutting all of his like all of his coaches. Like they they keep asking him to do this dirty work. I feel so bad for Nick Sirianni I did and too. what he's asked to do I, behind I, closed doors. This is so. tough stuff, and he tried. He talked about it a little bit yesterday. He is a sympathetic figure for me, and and this, this is absurd. Uh, the, the what what redeeming quality does he bring to this team, other than compliance with Alfrey? He's the the whole idea with the new offensive coordinator. I hope we can grab a good one. How how do you how do you sell ownership of an offense? to this new offensive coordinator. How do you really lure one of the the top shelf offensive coordinators in here if it's not going to be his offense anyway, if it's going to always come back to being the Eagles offense? And who knows, Nick Sirianni might steal the the play calling or yell no into the headset at any point in time. Um, We need to hire an offensive coordinator to fix the offense because this staff does not know how. I agree with you on that, and I think that's pretty clear. This offensive coordinator who fixes the offense doesn't get ownership of the offense. It's all really broken. But you know what, John? He actually will. I think. I think the new flow chart is offensive coordinator in charge of offense. He said it. Nick said it yesterday. Yeah. Well, they want Nick. Pretty much. He said it to the world. He said, I want to hire a guy who's going to be in charge, quote, unquote, to be in charge of the offense yeah. to call plays, quote, unquote. Yeah. And the big problem is when when he was asked, Nick, what are you in charge of? It was just like he didn't know. And, yeah, and, he didn't. You know, it's, it's been nine or ten days. John, he really let me ask know. you this. They, they, they want Nick to be the leader of men type head coach. They yep. want Nick to be Mike Tomlin. They want Nick to be John Harbaugh, Dan Campbell. Those coaches carry gravity. Tomlin and Harbaugh because of decades of success in this league. Dan Campbell because, in part, he was a big, burly, ass-kicking tight end in this league as a player, and that's the way he looks at the world now. He can't see it any other way. Howie, Howfrey, can't see how critical it is that Dan Campbell has not been emasculated by his front office. It's been the opposite. That's been true. Dan Campbell was an NFL tight end ass kicker to start. He was the man. Everyone respected him. He's now in this semi-swami spot that that everyone just adores him. He can do no wrong. Let's just say our coach cuts a different silhouette right now. You know, his current heading is in <laughs> the wrong direction. Right now, his current heading is blame sponge. That like that's that's what he has become within this organization. Do you respect him more today? 
Do you respect him, Nick Sirianni, more today after listening to what his plan yeah. is moving forward? Look, I know. How do you feel the players right. feel moving forward? They look. I know that they've gone and they're they're away and they're doing their own thing. They're keeping track of the situation. They understand what's going on. They were interested. They wanted to see what the organization had to say yesterday, and the organization failed in their presentation. That's fascinating. Look, we want to hear from you at 215-592-9494. We're all going to react, including to what John just said there. There was a lot in there. Your thoughts, not only on what John just said, but on what you heard yesterday. Speaking of hearing it, we're going to play a lot of audio of it as we move through the program. Uh, Your phone calls on all of it. 215-592-9494. What stood out to you, and what do you think it means about the future of our beloved Eagles franchise, which right now, I mean, it's a, it's a downtime. There is no doubt. What do you make of it all? Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie. No. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brought to you by NJ Diet, Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni spoke about the epic collapse of their season in search of new coordinators. With the reports Vic Fangio will be in charge of the defense, Nick Sirianni was asked to explain what his role is. My job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the, be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture, that's making sure the culture's, um, you know, working you know with our our five core values are taking every day at a time like we're not coming up with new core values espn's adam schefter reports the eagles interviewed texans quarterback coach gerard johnson for their offensive coordinator opening helped cj stroud with his impressive season and coach with sirianni at indianapolis lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days contractually guaranteed with nj diet no hormones no prepackaged foods and no shots visit njdiet.com Weather brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Periods of rain, high 55. It's currently 47. Watching the game with friends this week. Score big and serve in style with Primo Hoagies online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie, it's a Primo. To listen to 94 WIP, just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.
Yeah, I thought it was a bad look for the Eagles yesterday on a lot of fronts. Now, it's not to say it can't work. It can. But boy, oh boy, it feels like they have really placed, in my opinion, the head coach on shaky ground when it comes. I mean, John, let me ask you this question, then we'll go right to the phones. Give me your, your sense of this, because you're the one person around here that played. Um, come training camp time, when Sirianni wants to get someone to snap to, will it be harder for him in a, to be in a position of authority to get a player to snap to after a press conference like that and after the players are all texting each other, hey, did you, did you see that yesterday? Did you see that? Is it going to be harder for the guys Absolutely. to believe in Sirianni? You don't even have to finish the sentence. Yeah. Yes, human beings. Watch other human beings, the way that we interact. He, he doesn't have to say a word, and they will judge him. They will react to his body language. My gosh, he looked like a beaten man to begin with, and he has for quite some time now. He didn't have the answers, and I'm offended that that's the best the organization could do to sell this to the fan base. You start, started the press conference with an excuse, and then you weren't even ready to present a coherent plan for this team with a coach who – did not make much sense. Well, they presented a plan. The plan, the plan is coach's sort of figurehead guy and offensive coordinator is yeah. offensive guy. I mean, uh, that's it, that's, yeah, the, that's it, the plan. And this offensive coordinator is is savior apparently because no one else can figure out how to fix this. The offensive coordinator, this new magical like silver bullet offensive coordinator, is going to come in here and save the day, but then can't create ownership of that. He can't call it his offense because it's the Eagles' offense. Um, I don't know. This this guy, this our Nick Sirianni, our head coach was supposed to be the guy they're looking for right now. You know, that right. he was supposed to be the next Mike McDaniel, the next Todd Monk, and the next Ben Johnson, but he's not. He gets out coached. You know, he is not creative or interesting or inventive as a strategizer, but he's willing to fall on grenades for players. And for Halfrey. And so it feels like that's a big part of why he gets to stick around and hope that coordinators with no upwardly mobile aspirations will come in here and (laughs) magically teach our coach how to win in today's NFL. All right, let's go to the phones. What do you make uh, of all this? Let's go to Chuck in Worcester. What's up, Chuck? Fellas, good morning, and gals. Uh, Listen, uh, two questions for you guys. Number one, uh, Brown and Hurts. Am I correct that there was a disconnect with these two guys and the coach? We're not certain, but I tend to think the answer is yes. All right. Now I mean, me... not not necessarily just with the coach, perhaps with each other. So um, there's a lot of mystery there. Chuck, I think a lot of us, even though A.J. Brown did that um, press gathering by his locker room late in the year, it, it never really got to the heart of, it, was he more upset with Sirianni and Brian Johnson play schemers or was he more upset with Jalen Hurts' play executor? Or was he equally upset and dramatically upset at both? I, I don't know. I, I sort of tend to think it's probably a little bit of both, but I don't know. Let me say something, Joe, and I, I enjoy listening to you, but you're going to be upset with me now. But, I'm, Joe, I'm going to tell you something. I'm sorry. I got a totally different opinion of Kelsey now. When I heard this guy raving about this guy, and I heard what you heard at the press conference, Jason Kelsey had me believe this guy was the second coming of Christ. And, uh, you know, 
I'm not saying he's got to throw any guy under the bus, but he went overboard telling me what a great coach this guy was. So, again, uh, well, Chuck, let me give you a player get, speak. You understand two different things there. One, it could be player speak. And Chuck, I think what you're saying is don't mislead the public if 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 you go over the top. But Chuck, there is a possibility of something here. I want to I want to slice through this. They could both address John's concerns on one end and address what you just said, Chuck, on an, on another end. There is a possibility, and I don't think it's totally unreasonable that Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman actually dramatically believe in Nick Sirianni as a leader of men and a guy that can have a culture and can run a a, a good ship, but they just fundamentally don't believe he can run an offense. And they don't want to throw out the head coach. They want to throw out the coordinator element of the head coach and stick with what they think. And, Chuck, this is what I think Kelsey often was referring to, the leadership skills of Nick Sirianni. That's That's not an impossibility. And, frankly, if I had to guess, I think that's a lot of what happened here. Well, listen, fair enough, and we'll see. Thanks. You got it, Chuck. Appreciate the call. James, what's your assessment of this whole thing? Very different than it seems like everyone else. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm fine with this setup. Like, if Nick was coming back, what did you guys want? Did you want him to be in charge of the offense? Of course not. And I completely disagree with Richie's point about the incoming offensive coordinator. I think the whole reason they made it so clear yesterday, literally, quote-unquote, we're bringing in someone to be in charge of the offense. They will call plays. Like, They are trying to lure someone because they will have ownership of that offense. It will be their offense. So I actually think it is a somewhat attractive job for an offensive coordinator. You're coming in with a lot of talent on offense, or at least we believe a lot of talent on offense, and you're coming into a spot where it's your offense. You get to call the plays. You get to do what you want to do. They made that very clear yesterday. So, look, I agree with the concept that Nick has been a little, you know, um, emasculated, emasculated for sure. But at the same time, I also think but I also think they're putting him in positions to be successful. Like, this is what Nick's good at. He's good at culture stuff and all. I know it fell apart at the end of the year, but there are a lot of factors in that. He was in the Super Bowl less than a year ago as head coach. I know that, you know, whatever, but he had good coordinators, and he was in the freaking Super Bowl So that a year last ago. point I just made to Chuck when he was uh, critical of Kelsey there, do you think what I surmise that maybe, and I'm not saying it is, it's just a guess, do you think it could be as simple as that? They believe, Absolutely. They believe look, in him as a leader, and they just don't want him near the offense. Absolutely. And look, to, to Richie made it's a lot, it's a lot of money, Richie though, put for it differently, but look, big there position. Two, there are four teams left playing. Two coaches do exactly this job. Dan Campbell, to his point, that's his job. Now, maybe he's better at it than Sirianni, Richie believes, but his job is motivator guy. He doesn't call plays. He doesn't call defensive plays. He's not involved in that stuff. And guess who else? John freaking Harbaugh, who's had a lot of success with that for a really long time. He's never called plays. So, like, I, I get it, but if they're bringing Nick back, I think the situation they've put it in is the best possible situation for success. It might not work, and Nick could be gone halfway through the season if it doesn't, but in terms of if they're bringing Nick back in this situation, which he is back, what else did everyone want? Like, I don't get it. Of uh, course you want someone to come in and run the offense Well, look, the I'm, I'm fascinated to see if people agree with James's assessment. I mean, I will agree with this. I didn't want Sirianni to be the runner of this offense next year, but I also want Sirianni – to be able to do it. Like, to me, what I mean, they're, look, they're looking at him and saying, dude, you can't do 4 plus 4 equals 8, so we won't ask you to do 4 plus 4 equals 8. Well, And you don't think the players know that? 100% I they mean, know that's, it. What, what yesterday showed me was they had weeks to fix what something with that team that's during right. the collapse weeks. Yep. They had eight days to prepare for that news conference. And it was and, completely incoherent. Ex- and that's what they came in. When Howie had to interrupt at one point and say, 
Hey, uh, l- let me step in here because Nick was just babbling. Well, on he about was something. trying to help him. You, oh, right? he, I will give. And Howie I thought credit. it was good leadership right there. Uh, that Howie displayed excellent leadership yeah, right he there. Did. He did. A, a thousand. Percent I just think afraid. it was because he was getting berated. He was. Uh, no, like, but I don't we're think it was because Nick did like was saying horrible things. It was just like Nick, 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 and he well, was like, "Hey guys, I'm here too." No, he was trying mm. to give him a. Reprieve. He, was, he was trying to give him a break. I agree because they were coming at Nick. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. He was trying to give him. No, she is saying because Nick sounded so horrible. Well, I don't think Nick sounded, sounded so horrible. He just was defeated. Like, both of those guys were, which we said yesterday. You're like, do you th- think it's going to be laughy, jokey stuff? I'm like, no. They're going to come in and be super somber right. and act like the, the, the season just died because it did. No, I know, but they're super somber, and then there's, oh. I feel like we're at a funeral. Like, <laughs> like I feel like it's We've too- been at a funeral the last week. We talked about firing the guy. We've talked about Howie's job in Jeopardy, this and that. Like, yeah, it's been a funeral. What do you expect him to come out and be like, hey, guys, everything's cool. And I thought Howie did a good job of, like, his last line of like talking about, so I know we could do it because we've done it. Like yeah. he hammered it home. He put it out. Who Nick's record? Look at Celts are all fired up. I just, I, I think people are. Go, I think we're just so up. overreactive right now. Uh, I think like we're waiting for something to jump on, and, and I think people are. Well, Jimmy Seltzer's growing some muscles in there. Look at that. He's he's like a little boy that hit puberty. Now now he's all. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. Is what forty. That's what Seltzer. I'm a man. I think it's incredible that this front office. <laughs> continues to to undermine the head coach's respect with with this team and they don't even know it they don't even realize the the situation that they've got on their hands here like it, it's such a a non-starter when, when that guy's sitting there and and he's defeated before it's even begun well he was but he up oh, some of that to james's point is just because what happened <laughs> the last seven weeks i mean all, all right, right what do you make of what seltzer just said there is he on to something or is that crazy talk? Your thoughts, 215-592-9494. Plus, coming up, we'll start playing some of the audio from yesterday. There's an awful lot to get to of what Howie and Sirianni said. That and more up ahead on 94 WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental Center with their decades of experience in complex dental treatment, how they've helped me and how they can certainly help you as well. Well, for me, it's been a, a long time. It's been about 20 years. And I've been very fortunate to uh, always be able to sort of maintain it in the, in the mold of, uh, you know, year-to-year maintenance. Now, hopefully it always stays that way. And obviously with PI Dental's uh, care, it has been able to be that way to this, this point. Um, but I know, and, and they can do that for you as well. But I know there's a lot of people listening right now, a lot of people in society that have a major, major problem uh, with your teeth, your gums, whatever it may be, pain, pain when you chew. Maybe you don't like that smile. Maybe this goes back to when you were a kid. Maybe more recently you got banged up, an accident, you fell, something happened, and it's time to get it fixed. Well, know this, PI Dental Center can like literally fix you. They can fix you, but you got to get yourself there. They're located in Fort Washington. Get yourself to Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, both board certified prosthodontists. They can also fix you fast because they are the originators of the teeth in a day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth and implants placed for a dramatic transformation in a mere one day. Start with their website, PIDentalCenter.com. Visit PIDentalCenter.com to request your new patient evaluation. Brought to you by Lexus of Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel, where the finest automobiles reside. 
Looking like they were walking the plank, Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni finally met with the media. Roseman asked why Sirianni survived losing six of seven to end the season. You know, I've had the opportunity to, to work with him, and uh, I've seen what he has done um, winning games. Winning games uh, put us in a position where we're competing for a world championship, um, putting us in a position where every year we're in the playoff race and giving us an opportunity with the team to do that. Those things are hard to find. Eagles reportedly targeting Vic Fangio as defensive coordinator, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. He parted ways with the Miami Dolphins, and they've interviewed Texan quarterback coach Gerard Johnson for offensive coordinator. Periods of rain today, a high of 55. It is currently 48. To listen to 94 WIP, just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Good morning to all on this Thursday morning, the dawn of a new age of Eagles football and a masculated coach to lead the franchise, unless he's, you know, not leading the franchise. Joe camera and John Rich. Today's show is sponsored by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. You're in the zone. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. Bet Parks, you must be 21 and in PA, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. You know, I'll say this. I felt bad for both of them up there yesterday. Um, I, I think they're both good people. Um, you know, I, I don't know them much at all, but, you know, we've interviewed both, and, uh, you know, both have represented, I think, the town in a, in a very admirable way, you know, in a lot of twists and turns. Um, they were two beaten dudes. I mean, it makes me wonder how much did Laurie take them to the woodshed? And maybe not just Sirianni. I mean, maybe Laurie took Howie to the woodshed. I mean, he looked. I mean, John, Howie looked – he only had one jokey Haggard. He had one jokey joke thin. line. He looked thinner. Did too. he look physically I, thinner? I, I thought he looked thin. Did he? Yeah. Um, but he had the one jokey joke line when he said he'd like to get in that time machine and go back to when the Eagles had just beaten the Bills. And you could tell he was just kind of like me he was it was like, eh, maybe I'll maybe I'll jokey joke. And then he's like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, enough of that. And then he went right back to business. He was he was all business. Those I, guys I did got, think it was really interesting the way that he took it away from Nick, the way that he deflected. Yeah. He asked for it. He said, hey, why don't you let yeah. me take over some of the questioning? I just thought that was interesting. I did and, too. I, and I know it was very straightforward and very obvious, but uh, that was that was good. That was I, good I to see. Uh, it was strong. It was yep. a strong move by, by I Howie. agree. Let's get a lot of calls in here again. We're going to get to some audio of Howie and Nick and what they said yesterday. Let's get to Frankie in Roxborough. Hi, Frankie. How you doing, guys? Good morning. Uh, yeah, they- I'm bad. Yeah, I'm feeling bad. I, I I don't know what uh, what's going on, but they look like they just came out of solitary confinement and was sentenced to death row. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's one way to look at it. Like, uh, Joe, am I right? Yeah, I no, mean, you're you're not wrong. They, I, they I did will, look sort of hopeless. Yeah, they. No, I I hear you, man. Nick Nick was babbling and. Uh, you know, like you said, uh, how he had to save him. But but anyway. Well, I'll just I'll say this, Frankie. I don't know about babbling. He gives long answers. I think yeah. he actually gives thoughtful answers. We we experienced this when we interviewed him all through the football season. I think he actually gives thoughtful answers. Uh, I really I really believe that. Um, he loses track when he's talking. He, he gets long winded. He gets long winded. He does get long. I will give him that. I will yeah. retract the babble, and yeah. he was long winded. Yeah. Yep, yeah, and it's 
far as uh, the offensive quarter coordinator goes, I think we should look like uh, for an offensive coordinator like Matt Lafleur. I like what he did with 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 the green with his with his team with the young players. I mean, uh, I don't know. What do you what do you think about that? Like, we need somebody that has uh, that that Jalen's going to have a lot of respect for. And, well, and, respect. You know what respect's going to come from, Frankie. Respect is going to come from someone who can show them the way, can show Hurts and the offense the way. I mean, right. sh- sure, like how you handle yourself in private matters is part of how respect is garnered. There's no question. Frankie, good call. But John, when you say the main thing the players respond to is someone who leads them to the water, and there's water there. Like you lead someone to the well, show and us. there's no water. They ain't going to want to follow you to the next well. But if show there's water in the well, coaching. Yeah. show us brilliant teaching. Show us exactly how to beat everyone else. You know, give us a plan that we believe in. These players, they've been around the block. They've been playing football a lot. They can determine when something is smart, when something's new, when something's innovative. Yeah. They, they have not seen that for quite a while here. And, I, and I, look, I'll, I'll, I'll frame it this way. I mean, I've experienced this in my life. I've had... I don't know. I could figure it out, but probably seven to ten primary bosses in my life, most of which has been in in this industry in sports radio. But sometimes not. Probably more than seven to ten. I probably had like fifteen bosses in my in my years. And you know the reality is, and John, you know the deal. And you can feel in sports radio the bosses you believe in, you believe in, and the ones you believe in less, you believe in. Like it's you you know who you believe in, and so you're going to be more apt to follow the direction of someone who has previously shown you and by the way let me be clear our current boss i think he's phenomenal i think our last boss spike eskin was great i think our current boss rod lakin's great by the way our bigger boss that has overseen both of them david yagaroff he's great like we've been very 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 fortunate as a radio station for now a number of years to to feel um a great i'll use the word john you ready connectivity you know to who our bosses are but but if they were dropping the ball then we wouldn't follow them to the well the next time, or certainly not as eagerly. All right, but but my point is to everyone listening, I'm sure you can relate, good and bad, through your experiences in whatever industry you know, you've know you been in or currently are in with, with how you view a boss. All right, let's get to uh, some audio from yesterday. Let's actually start with the Sean Desai situation, which we have not yet addressed as it relates to yesterday. We wondered, you know, would they change – whose call it was, or stand by it being Sirianni's call. Remember, Sirianni had previously indicated it was his call. How he was asked the first question on the decide topic, here's how that exchange went. Howie, what was your involvement in, in the process that led to Sean Desai's demotion? Uh, you know, coach comes to me and tells me kind of what he's thinking. Um, no different than um, when he decided to give Shane the play calling duty. And he said, hey, this is what uh, I'm going to do. Um, I trust him with the coaching staff. That's his responsibility, just like he trusts me with my front office staff. And um, that's how we're structured here. That's how the relationship works. And uh, I always want to be a supporter for him and a resource. So um, if he needs me to do something, if he asks me a question, if he asks me, um, an opinion, you know, in a situation like this, um, he had made up his mind. He had made a decision, and I'm going to support him. All right, so it's how we indicating that it was a Sirianni-led decision. Sirianni, by the way, a short time later, then doubled down on that. I made that decision because I thought it was the best decision that, that for the team. There you go. So the, the simple question is, do you believe it? <laughs> no. No! <laughs> it's the single thing said yesterday that I believe the least. <laughs> 
I'm John, serious. Yeah. Just John and Joe's No giggle. different than when he decided to give Shane the play calling duty. So I don't think it's as outrageous as you guys think. I think there's a chance. I mean, this is incredible why that they formulated like this whole alternate reality and they really stick to it. Well, no, why why is it so implausible that it's Sirianni's call? Why? I'm just asking. Well, I mean, not you, implausible, you unlikely. Right? You listen to that press conference. You 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 experienced what we experienced. Well, I'm not even talking about that as much. I'm talking about in December. I mean, let's be real, guys. There were a lot of fans, a lot of fans that weren't happy with Sean Desai. A lot, like millions. So it's entirely possible Sirianni wasn't either. And and it's. I mean, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's as crazy as people seem to think that it might have been Sirianni instead of Howie. I, I just don't. I don't know the answer of whose call it was. I just know that uh, I, I think to, it's I think it's become a little bit that, of a runaway train that it's a guarantee that it wasn't Sirianni. I, I don't know that and I don't believe that nearly as strong as well, some the of problem you is that the, the side thing was so misguided on so many levels. Well, that's a different with. matter. Yeah. That's, that's a whole. There's that's, a lot of misses with the Desai. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Well, look, we'll, we'll ask you after hearing that yesterday or if you hadn't. Just hearing it there, very simple question. Do you believe them on that one or not? It's a yes, it's a no. Where do you stand? So is And how big a problem is it that we don't believe them? How big a problem is well, it moving forward that, like, this is, this is based on pretend? Look, everyone's got to um, deal with that on their own level. I, it's hard for me to answer that. I mean, people can either choose to eat it or not believe it. Or, it, or it, John, you know, it's, I'll, I'll boil it down for you. When it comes to that situation, it's like your wife asking you, "Do I look fat in this?" And you say no, but she really does. You love her anyway. Well, if you do, <laughs> <laughs> that's all another matter. Let's go to Ryan. Believe it or not, he is calling us from Vienna, Austria. Hello, Vienna, Austria. Ryan. Good morning. Yeah. Hey, Joe. So about two weeks ago, I, I called in and I suggested that. Shiriani was going to get, quote-unquote, demoted, and they would hire two head coaches, a head coach on defense and a head coach on offense. Mm-hmm. You kind of laughed it off, but that's pretty much what's happening. I mean, he's he's been demoted, really. I mean, he's he's no longer in charge of the offense. Yeah, well, here's – uh, listen, I, I think there's truth to that, Ryan. What's going to be truly fascinating, and we will probably never know the answer to this, but, but there will be people that know. W- when it's time for a meeting – of the offensive staff, does Sirianni have almost any voice in that room? Like in the room, of course he must. Well, but right? how? But how strong is it? Ten percent? Hold on. Is it fifty-five percent? Joe, is it, when it, he what first got here, when he first got here, this was the thing that he enjoyed most. This was the thing that he, oh, Nick know. Sirianni, talked about: the planning of a, a, of a game plan and the installation week after week. He prided himself on that preparation. Uh, and the the thorough uh, teaching of of everything that he'd prepared. He loved this part. This was his favorite part of football. He said this was the part he was best at. And now... Well, you tell me, John, in that meeting. I mean, here's who's in the room. I'm going to tell you who's in the room. The head coach, the offensive coordinator, the quarterback's coach, and, you know, some at times and some not at times position coaches. So Sirianni's percentage. What meeting are we talking about? Offensive staff. So Sirianni speaks what percentage of the time? I th- I think an awful lot. Oh, I don't. I I, think I don't. Previously, okay. So we're saying moving moving forward, forward moving oh, forward. Geez. 
Well, it's all this big mystery now. No, like, and I, that's like, what I, that's what I was just saying. That to me, one of the mysteries. And Ryan, here's what I'm I getting think at: he 20, had a lot more discussion and input and planning. I'm not and saying all what he was, Ryan. I'm right. saying what will be. I'm telling you, Ryan. I think what you said two weeks ago, you were probably right. I don't think he's going to speak that much in that meeting anymore. Oh my yeah, god! The other thing is, when we go to hire an OC, Sirianni never called plays before. Remember, Frank Reich was the play caller, mm-hmm. and we failed with that. Now we can't hire anyone who's called plays before unless they called plays a long time ago. Look, you, you, you have to hire someone who's called there. plays, in my opinion. I well, think that's a must. Well, I, I, I don't. I don't. For what it's Where? worth, Ryan. Look, Not I think they. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think they will get someone who's called plays before, but just for what it's worth, Andy Reid had never called plays before he got here. I'm not saying 99 Eagles were a bang-up team. They didn't have any ta- they had no talent on offense. I mean, the- Yeah, but I'm not willing to risk this again. I'm not willing to risk going into another we season just did if you don't know yeah, I don't think they're if the do guy it. can call them or not. Like Sykin had called plays in, in Los Angeles before he came here, you know? I, I hear you. I, I, look, I don't think they're going to do it either. I'm just saying I don't – think it's an impossibility it can work i don't think they're going to go down that road i agree i just yeah. i would prefer someone who is called plays is I what I'm here's the road we're going down today we're giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see green day with smashing pumpkins rancid and the linda lindas it's at citizen bank park on august 9th we've been giving away these tickets uh, all week we'll continue to do that today tickets on sale at ticketmaster.com here's here's the deal um 1924 which believe it or not is now 100 years ago it's really it's really crazy oh. like John, we are. No, that's incredible. You're right. Right. That does not seem accurate. Like, John, we're 16 years away from the 40s. So, all right, Seltzer, you're moderately intelligent. Mm. In 19, in in 2041, what are we going to refer to? Are we going to still call the 1940s the 40s? Uh, we've taught. It's a great question. I mean, do, we don't call this the 20s right now, right? When no. We, when, if I said the 20s, you would think 1920s. That's right. Which is strange. It is strange because you know, we're in the 20s. No, right I now. also think it's a byproduct. It's a byproduct, though, in part the last two decades prior to this. Not one. having a name. Didn't like have a the name. Aughts or whatever. Weren't a name. It's just so weird. Yeah, no one calls anything, but no one called. It's just like all the 2000s. And, we're almost just like hey, from you know. What I mean, I we're know. just like Did oh, they, we're in the 2000s. It's I weird. Know. Did those decades not get special names because they weren't as special? Like, the, the Roaring Twenties yeah. was a pretty special decade. Well, it's that also history deserved. that labed, labeled it that. You I know what I mean? Well, like, the question point. is, no, mind. but my point is, like, kids in 20 years will probably call this the 20s, is what I'm saying. Like, we called the 1920s. Probably. That's my point. So probably. history has labeled it that. This might be the whatever 20s. Like, we don't know. My question is, did, it wasn't called did the Roaring Twenties and the Twenties. Is my point? Did our decades do enough to get nicknames? These like the uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, the Sixties are the Sixties, but they were also the Civil they were War. Like also the Civil War with excitement yeah. and activity, weren't they? Yeah, I, or look, maybe we're just romanticizing. Look, that. I'm spun around. Here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> I'm confused. Hundred years ago, the Winter Olympics started in 1924. Mm. Now let's be real about the Winter Olympics. Kind of lame. I mean, how you, dare you? You know, no, you got figure skating. Eddie the Eagle and you is got, lame. And you got uh, the, the ski Eagle. jump. And then you got the bobsled, which is like the same thing as the luge. And it's like, and then that's it. I got nothing else. And you scoff at the luge. Well, I know. You think you, you can think you luge. could do it when Joe you would die. Joe thinks he can well, luge the amongst thing. the best in the world. There's no no quicker way for Joe to die than try doing the luge. <laughs> James, it's clearly opinion. the thing that had the best chance at a gold medal. You just get in a no, freaking sled. No. And You'll like, never luge with success. You, honestly, I, honestly, I don't even think you would get get to the finish line ever at any point. Like, I, I don't think, think you would ever would be able to sledding. navigate. Yeah. You I don't think you'd you ever be able to navigate. Oh, a it's just You sledding. think you would have fun? It's professional. They're sledding. going like it's 70 miles an hour okay, or whatever. Put me in 
to shoot. Whee! You'd be terrified and you would fail. Yeah. And you'd fly off the All side. Right. You and can't I even hope run. You okay. walk places. I, would, yeah, I mean, I come on. You, you get, are way off base. I get windburn. Go up my nostril. Windburn. All right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Winter Olympics, though, comparative to the Summer Olympics, obviously kind of lame. I mean, it doesn't have nearly the heft. Um, we'll ask you this question as we give away these tickets to Green Day today. What's kind of lame? Now, now think about it. What's kind of lame? Now, let me be clear. We're not talking about the big, bad evils of society. I mean, we all know, you know, the horrible stuff, you know, uh, racism and uh, poverty. Like, all that stuff is horrible, right? We're not talking about that. We're, we're talking more in the everyday life sort of thing. What's Because those things, by the way, aren't kind of lame. They're totally lame. Yeah, they're horrible. What's, lame yeah, lame they're, doesn't even yeah, begin correct. to do justice. Right. What's kind of, like, I'll give, you, I'll give you a for instance for kind of lame. The kickoff in pro football. Good answer. Like, in, in, in high school football, the kickoff's still a thing. You go to a game, the kid that's 17 years old doesn't boot it through the end zone, ball goes to about the nine-yard line, and then here comes kick returner guy, and I actually got action. I'm watching a game. I'm watching action. That ain't kind of lame. But pro football, all right. You know, some of these guys kicking through the freaking uprights. Well, and now they have the fair catch thing, oh, which yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. so right. it's like there's never a return. So the kickoff in football only gets returned about 20% of the time these days. It's kind of lame. We know it. John, when you think of something kind of lame, best answer by everyone listening at 215-592-9494. Whoever provides the best answer is winning the Green Day tickets. John, what do you got? I became kind of lame, and I became a coffee sheep. The thing that I said I would never <laughs> become. One wow. of those one of those coffee fans, yep. because I am a coffee fan now, who waits in line when the line is so long oh it's God. not straight. It's a it's a winding, twisting line that goes through the whole coffee place. I waited in one of those yesterday with my two daughters and I enjoyed it. I actually sat there wow. and did something I said I would never do. They've I would you. never become a coffee sheep. Well, they've gotten you. There's no doubt about that. Salts are kind of lame. What do you have? Not lame, John. It's awesome. Good job. I did um, enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you something that, that didn't used to be lame. When we were growing up, it was not lame. And now it is totally lame. Mm. And, and I honestly just get rid of them. Fortune cookies. They're never <laughs> fortunes anymore. They're just like a statement. It's like. Well, what was a fortune? I still love A them. fortune was something like you're going to come into to riches or or you will make a new friend or you will like something well, like that at least where like it, it is. A, I disagree because I like the cookie. I love the cookie. The cookie yeah. is good. First of all, the cookie is super overrated. It's like cardboard. What? Cookie, whatever. No, no. But then on top of it, the fortune itself is not a fortune. It's just a statement. It's like some colloquialism yeah, or something. Seltzer's You're wrong. I feel very on. strongly right, about Rhea, this. Rhea, what do you got here, Connelly? The minute you said this, uh, I remembered the other night we were watching TV and a commercial for The Bachelor came on. And Clark looked at it and he goes, they're... 30 women who are trying to get this guy to date him. Mm. And I go, yeah. And he goes, it's total. I said, it's the lamest show I've ever seen. Am, am I writing down The Bachelor or reality TV? No, The Bachelor. The Bachelor yeah. it is. All right. Give us great answers here. And I agree with you. That is extremely lame. What is kind of lame? Best answer wins the tickets to see Green Day. Also, your reaction to Sirianni and Howie from yesterday. We'll play more audio of that up ahead for sure. Plus, a notable coaching hiring yesterday in pro football. We'll get to that and more. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. It's 94 WIP. Did you give up on your New Year's resolution already? If you reach out to NJ Diet, they will help you lose that weight the safe and natural way. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. With NJ Diet, you will lose 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days 
contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with bioenergetic scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help keep the weight off. Don't take shots the rest of your life. Lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days naturally, quickly, and safely with NJ Diet. No hormones, no prepackaged foods, no shots. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.